Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Grayson Grunhafer, Sikkim365.com recruiting analyst, joins us now. And Grayson, uh, the... The portal shift in philosophy we knew was coming, but it has been dramatic in that uh, just I'll just take LeJonte Wester, a guy from FAU who is an absolute receptions machine. This is not really someone, um, even when they were like dipping into the portal the last couple of years, that they would have even really kind of messed with. It was almost like that was, ah, that's not really what we're going for, but he's taking a visit to Waco. Uh, what are the chances for him to come to Waco? And who else has been here? And what do you see happening roster-wise out of these visits? Right, Paul. So, I, I mean, I think that basically what we're seeing here is a shift in philosophy of two different kind of reasons, right? When you look at the NIL approach, which was something that really came to light towards the end of the year, just kind of what was happening there, how Baylor was kind of, um, I, you know, not necessarily failing in that regard, but just not using it up to its potential. And I think Dave Aranda, Mac Rhodes, you know, they found that out and fixed it right and so now I think you're seeing that side of it and then I think on the other side of it this approach with the roster and the management of the roster and the kind of prospects that you need to fill out the roster right and so you're starting to see them really attack the transfer portal in a much better way much more effective way while also having the NIL approach to back that and so I think you're kind of seeing that all mesh together and that's why I think Baylor's done a nice job you know, getting prospects on campus, getting some commitments early. Um, I know a lot of people are mad about the numbers as Baylor only has three transfer portal commits. But I think in general, that that's not looking deep enough into things, right? Because Baylor's taking a specific number of transfer portal visitors, and they've done a really nice job of landing the ones that they want and the ones that they've targeted and focused on. You know, as we move forward, guys are still entering the transfer portal even right now, even though – Things have closed up. You you saw Alabama kind of lose, what, 11 guys yesterday. So there's still some moving parts there, uh, and Baylor's still trying to work through that. But so far, I think they've done a nice job. Now, to answer your first question about LeJounte West or the Florida Atlantic wide receiver, yeah, I mean, this, this is a huge deal. Um, the wide receiver position is one that Baylor is definitely focusing on. Uh, they've brought, you know, I think there's three or four. I think there's going to end up being three wide receiver official visitors over the weekend. So it's clear they're making that position a priority. And Wester, in my eyes, is kind of the, the guy that really stands out from that group. I mean, a really, really good prospect, uh, all AAC first teamer, uh, 5'11", 167 pounds, can play slot, can play outside, can do a lot of different things. But the production is what stands out. I mean, he had over 100 receptions this year. Um, you don't see a lot of guys like that. He's currently rated as the number 37 overall player, according to On3. Um, 
I mean, he's just a guy that, you know, if Baylor lands, that would be just a massive addition out of the portal. But they got some major competition. I mean, he's, again, one of the best receivers in the portal. He's still going to take visits to Colorado, uh, Florida State, uh, most likely. And then I think Penn State as well. I think those are going to be his three remaining visits before he uh, eventually makes a decision. But I, I think Baylor did about as well as they could have over the weekend with him. Grayson, have you sensed or what kind of changes have you sensed, if any, uh, just differences as far as Jake Spavital, what he's looking for versus what they had on campus already and kind of what they were looking for uh, with Jeff Grimes at the helm? And uh, what kind of feels have you gotten, I guess, when it comes to his, uh, I guess, uh, actions in in the recruiting market and and kind of how he's uh, uh, pursued things? Yeah, so specifically on the offensive side with, you know, Coach Spavital and, and just the changes that have been made, you know, on the on the offensive side. I think you're seeing they're really heavily recruiting the guard position on the offensive line, um, really trying to get bigger and stronger up front. And, and I think you've seen that a little bit um, when you kind of look at the guys that they're recruiting, Omar Agbedian, the commit that they got a week ago out of Montana State, you know, 6'2", 324 pounds, uh, two other guys that they're recruiting, uh, Kurt Daniker, he's like 334 pounds. Jacoby Jackson from Texas Tech, another big, you know, 320, 325-pound guy. Um, so it's very clear they're trying to get bigger and stronger up front, not necessarily looking for guys who, you know, are were in that wide, wide zone type scheme where you need a bunch of mobility. They're kind of looking for guys that are truly maulers up front and can move the line of scrimmage on every single play. And I think that fits into that downhill rushing attack that Jake Spavital mentioned uh, when he was hired at Baylor. You know, when they run the football up the middle, they don't want to be at risk for sitting there second and 12. They want to make sure that at least, you know, second and 10 or second and eight, um, while also having the opportunity to create some explosive runs as well uh, up the middle. So that's the first part of it, you know, bigger, stronger up front. And then the other part is wide receiver, right? You know, they're clearly trying to upgrade that position. And when you move to more of an air raid type Scheme, it's really, really important that not only do you have good wide receivers, but you have good slot receivers and you have experience in your wide receiving core in a, in a kind of air raider spread scheme. And I think you're seeing that with the guys that they're targeting, whether it's Ashton Hawkins at Texas State, who of course was coached by Jake Spavital in 2022, uh, or Mikey Matthews at Utah, another wide receiver who's a slot type, 5'8", 180 pounds, had a really nice true freshman year there at Utah, and of course, Lejante Wester as well. So that's kind of his type, I would say, and that's the, the two things that I think we're seeing, you know, re- that's really, really evident so far in the transfer portal. Grayson, uh, do you do you have any, like, dark horse candidates you could see them looking at? Yeah, I, I mean, there's, there's a few. I, I think right now, though, you know, the focus is very much on, you know, guys who are, you know, current that they have coming on visits. There's not a ton of moving parts. I would say, you know, they definitely could look best player available type. Um, So if you're talking defensive line, maybe they try to add one there. Maybe they look at the tight end position uh, after losing Jake Roberts. Maybe they look for a guy that fits into the scheme a little bit better um, and and just brings, you know, a little bit more of a diverse skill set as a receiver. I could see that being a route that they go. Um, you know, maybe even linebacker safety. So there's positions out there. I think it really just comes down to, you know, who enters the portal, right? You know, as they look for best player available types, you know, a lot of that's going to be dictated by the kind of prospects that actually do enter the portal, you know, over the next few days. And even, 
don't forget, there's another portal period after the spring. So lots of opportunities there as well. Jared Anderson, the new tight ends coach, they finally and hopefully for a while have settled this coaching staff um, and, and now have this final piece with Jared Anderson. He's a Texas high school football guy, went to this, the same high school a few years after after Jared did uh, back in Tyler. Uh, has been at TCU for a very long time now, Grayson, uh, so very experienced in, in Texas and in the Big 12. But uh, what are your thoughts on Jared Anderson uh, completing this coaching staff? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's a good hire. And I, I think that Dave Veranda kind of have two routes to go with this hire. You could go with a young coach who you just bring in for recruiting purposes and is going to also be kind of an energetic, uh, you know, voice in the room, you know, with the tight ends. I think that could have been one route to go. A guy that obviously has Texas ties, I think, was very important in the hire as well. But then the other side of it was you go with a veteran who has a lot of big experience, you know, coaching multiple different positions, recruiting multiple different positions, recruiting guys from, you know, all over the state of Texas while also, again, having the Texas ties. And obviously, you know, Dave Miranda with went with that second option, and that's what Jared Anderson really filled. You know, a lot of experience, a guy who you feel like can be very, very reliable and, and really help out with this offense in a variety of ways as Dave Miranda kind of takes this more hands-on approach on the defensive side. You want to have a lot of guys on the offensive staff who you really trust that can get the job done. And I think that's exactly what you saw with Jared Anderson. I also think he's a pretty good recruiter as well. And so you put all that together, guy with a lot of experience, he recruits well. I think it just fits kind of exactly what Dave Randa was looking for. And in my eyes, that makes it a good hire. Grayson Gruday for Sikkim365.com. If you are not a premium member, you can do so and uh, hop onto the website and find out all this stuff that Grayson has. A very detailed post uh, every every week, every day, uh, every time there's a new transfer or recruiting news, uh, Grayson is on top of that. Grayson, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.